Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Kidding, Genesis. That may have been then, back when you wrote this song. But nowadays, all you have to do is bum rush into our country, join the invasion, claim you're an asylum seeker, and look what you get. First of all, the choice of where you want to go. You don't want to go to Chicago because there's so much crime there. They're housing them in Chicago police precincts. You don't want to go to Philadelphia there. There's carjacking, gangbangers coming after you. You don't want to go to D.C. You don't want to go to Body Bag City, Baltimore. Everybody wants to come to Nueva York. Why? Because Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who wears customized suits that cost $5,000 apiece, more than at the height of the Medellin cartels control of the narco-terrorists. That's right, Pablo Escobar didn't even spend $5,000 for a customized suit. And Mayor Eric Adams has solidified himself as the mayor of the illegal aliens because if you were birthed here as an American, especially an African-American, a West Indian Caribbean background, or an OA, original African, you get ugats, you get bupkis. But if you happen to be bum-rushing across the border, no matter what your color, no matter where you're from, and you claim you're an asylum seeker, that's all you have to do, and they all know they all know how to uh, hoax the system, how to play us. They come across, they say they're asylum seekers, Catholic charities with our money, federal tax dollars from the Biden administration, puts them on a plane at JFK, gives him the easy pass, or on a train, or on a bus, they pound the hound to the Port Authority, and you know the rest of the story. And Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, has continued to call them asylum seekers. They are 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 asylum seekers. No, they're not. They absolutely are now. And we have the documentary evidence from your own administration because this is a kickback scam. Friends of Eric Adams are getting kickbacks who run nonprofits, who own hotel, motel, holiday inns without the express, who are providing any of the space. A dollar for me, a dollar for you, and the illegal aliens get everything else. Better than any American born here. And we, the suckers, the taxpayers in New York City, got to pay the freight. We get the bills. Now, what do I mean by that? He's always saying asylum seekers. His own administration just yesterday had to admit that out of the 70,000 illegals who have come to New York City, only a few dozen have filled out the paperwork for seeking asylum. And then when confronted with that overwhelming evidence that this is a scam, that this whole idea of asylum seekers is nonsensical and a ruse 
to get us to fund an increase of illegals coming in so that they can register as Democrats and sooner rather than later, they can vote for Democrats in perpetuity all over New York City, all over New York State, and you'll never again see a Republican elected. But when confronted with this, Eric Adams said, well, you know, we're going to have to hire people. They're going to have to go out there, do some door knocking and work with our legal providers. And we're going to have to find uh, the asylum seekers and help them with the paperwork. You know, they're nervous. They didn't know where to get connected to services. Didn't know how to get their paperwork. Bull feathers. Bull feathers. You could have had them signing the paperwork as they're getting off the buses. You got 10 people from City Hall, a grieving line. Oh, Andale, andale, amigos, amigos. And who is there at the front of the line? I'm your Papa Chulo. I'm your Daddy Yankee, Eric Adams, right? He is such a bullfeather thrower. And now claiming that they're afraid to do the paperwork because there are serious repercussions and they don't want to be hunted down by ICE. Here we go again, vilifying ICE. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been the only one telling you from day one this was a scam. This is kickback heaven. We're going to end up spending five, maybe six billion dollars of our own city of New York tax dollars to fund friends of Eric Adams as he's already begun fundraising to seek his reelection. Is that Hutzpah? Is that, is that, does he have the Coolions? I mean, imagine that. In the meantime, what is he doing? Yesterday he was playing pickleball, pickleball in the middle of this disaster. And then also meeting and greeting Billy Joel, who's saying, I'm out of here, selling his mansion in the Hamptons, joining the exodus to Florida, and saying next year no more Madison Square Garden, monthly performances for my groupies who wear the pens. He's actually thanking people for leaving New York City. What a schmuck, what a putz, what a schmendrick, what a pisher. But now, there are places where illegals are welcomed. Why aren't we flooding those areas? Just yesterday, the Adams administration said that they are reviewing 750 extra sites to house the illegal aliens. As 2,200 illegals arrive each and every day. 750 extra sites. Gee, there's a place called Capital Land. It's Albany, New York, population 99,000, and the mayor of Albany is rolling out the red ca- carpet for them. The mayor of We're Albany. continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. So Kathy Sheehan, who I hate, I loathe, I despise, uh, every time I brought the Guardian Angels to Albany, she would diss and dismiss us, even though there's a crime wave on Arbor Hill in the South End. They're doing drive-by shootings there now. She says, send one, send all. Send me your tired, your poor, send me your illegal aliens. Could I hear that one more time, please? Uh, This is the mayor of the city of Albany who wants our illegal aliens from New York City. 
We're continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. Now, let me expose a little dirty secret. Albany has been a corrupt fiefdom of Democratic mayors going back to Corning, who was mayor for life, and then Whalen, who couldn't even chew gum and think at the same time, and now Kathy Sheehan. There's one no-tell hotel, Holiday Inn, no express, that houses the illegal aliens from New York City. Only one. And the mayor was upset at that choice because she's not going to get any kickbacks from that. Only Eric Adams and his cronies are going to get kickbacks from that. You see, it's a kickback. It's a way to launder money to politicians. Follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I say. And then, of course, there's George Fuddy Duddy Latimer, Westchester County Executive. He said weeks ago he welcomes the illegal aliens right there in Westchester. It's a blue county. It voted overwhelmingly for Kathy Crime Wave Hochul by 20 percent over Congressman Lee Zeldin. Probably gave her the margin of victory over over Congressman Lee Zeldin uh, statewide. Listen to what George Latimer said two weeks ago. We cannot be there for every single person on this planet. We cannot turn the blind eye either. We can't say you. Latimer says he's spoken to the county's legal advisor who tells him even declaring a countywide state of emergency won't help. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has that final call. Now, let's look at this. Steve Malone was forced last Friday to declare a state of emergency because of the pressure we applied on him here at WABC and Yvette Aguirre the supervisor of Riverhead, who led the charge. Boy, she's been brave. They've, 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 they've savaged her out there. But she was right, and they were all wrong, and it was all based on the information that I provided you. Right here on the Rip and Read, Monday through Fridays from, from 12 noon to 1. That's when I break news. George Latimer has only one motel that was chosen. Right there on Tuckahoe Road in Yonkers, in the city that's run by the corrupt Mike Sano, who's known as the Kickback King. The Kickback King. Sano, his family, uh, they get $2 million. They're all on the payroll there in Yonkers. See, he wants to be mayor for life. He rolled back term limits. And his brother is his number one lobbyist, right? So you go to Yonkers, it's all kickbacks. They want to control the kickbacks. They don't want any to go to friends of Eric Adams. So Rob Astorino, who you must listen to every Saturday from 4 to 5, Right after I'm on with Anthony Weiner, left versus right from three to four. He's been exposing so much about the illegal aliens coming into our area and recently said there were scouts from the city who were looking at locations in White Plains in New Rochelle. Well, wait a second. If Vladimir wants them and he hasn't sought a temporary restraining order like uh, Ed Day has, Republican county executive in Rockland, did the right thing. Steve Newhouse in Orange County, even though he was a dollar uh, short a day late, that pendejo there. Uh, the county executive in Sullivan County and the county executive in Dutchess County. And, of course, Bruce Blakeman, uh, who said, no, we're not welcoming any illegal aliens. How come there are not more locations? Like in Scarsdale, right? Armonk, huh? 
amongst the uber-wealthy, the liberals and progressive Democrats, and especially Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America, where even the lawn jockeys are white, and the home the lo- of the love shack of Bill and Hillary Clinton, who have a guest house right next to them, that was supposed to be used for the Secret Service when she thought she was going to be president and become queen of America, not in 2016. How's them there? Eric Adams, how come you're not sending them to Westchester County where George Latimer wants them? And up in Albany where Kathy Sheehan wants them? But you see, Mike Sano, he gets the kickbacks in Yonkers and Sheehan gets the kickbacks in Albany. And that's, and now you know the rest of the story. Follow the money. It's all about the money. Follow the money. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Talking about this is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Oh my God, they're playing those Michael Jackson uh, look-alike impersonator videos done by Jordan Neely more than 10 years ago. Look, he's doing the moonwalk, he's got the sequin glove, he's got the fedora hat, he's entertaining in Times Square, he's entertaining in the subways. That was 10 freaking years ago. And then he got swallowed into the belly of the beast. And then all of a sudden, no help from family or friends. They didn't want to know Jordan Neely, who was suffering from schizophrenia, bipolarism, and smoking K2. They didn't want to know. Naturally, they didn't let him in their homes. You can't deal with it. He should have been in a psychiatric facility. But no, no, he lived in the subways. He lived in the streets. He terrorized people. And he was a danger to himself. And then the hero Marine, Daniel Penny, came upon him one Monday afternoon at 2.30 on an F train that stopped at Broadway Lafayette. Two good Samaritans helped him as he put a headlock on him and choked him to restrain him. Took 15 minutes for the cops to arrive, even though everybody was calling 911, not the cops. Well, we just don't have enough cops in Eric Adams' land. And uh, now all of a sudden, Marine Daniel Penny is being uh, brought before grand jury probably sometime next week. His legal team is assured that he is such a good class character and act that he'll pass muster in front of a grand jury behind closed doors. That's right. Alvin Bragg, friend of all criminals, a man who hates, despises, and loathes anybody who fights back. Arrested Jose Alba, remember, charged him with murder, housed him in Rikers Island until the public outrage said, no, enough is enough. Enough is enough. 
And now Jose Alba, where did he flee? The Dominican Republic. He says, I'm safer there than here in New York City. And you know something? He's absolutely right. And now we have the case of Marine Daniel Penny. Apparently the grand jury was impaneled this past Wednesday. They have begun to hear the evidence. And it's Alvin Bragg who is feeding them the evidence that would lead them into the direction that he will come up with a bill of goods saying that he needs to be tried on second-degree manslaughter, which he was charged with by Alvin Bragg after he was being lobbied by his mentor, Al Slim Shady Sharpton of the National Action Network, who told him, Alvin, you ought to charge him with murder. And when you find those two bad Samaritans, you charge them with murder, too. Accomplices to murder. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, Al Slim Shady Sharpton. And that's exactly what he's intending to do. But there is a whole movement now to sue Hero Marine Daniel Penny for every nickel, dime, and penny he has. Now, even though he has amassed $3 million because of the generosity of so many of you, some anonymous, some in name, who have contributed to his defense team, his defense team is stellar, there's no doubt about it, led by the Republican who had run against Alvin Bragg that unfortunately Manhattanites decided they could not vote for a Republican. It is the bluest of all the blue boroughs that make up the city of New York. Thank God there's Staten Island, which is red. But they will put Daniel Penny in front of that grand jury, banking on the fact that even though Alvin Bragg has stacked the deck against him in the grand jury, where you can indict a ham sandwich that so many of them are subway riders, because how the hell can you sit in a grand jury in Manhattan and drive a car? you got to pay a reverse mortgage, uh, uh, you got to get a payday loan to pay for the parking. And where are you going to park? Everything's a bicycle lane now or a restaurant shack that nobody uses anymore except for the homeless and the dope fiends and the rats and the store garbage. And, of course, the city, the city uh, bike uh, racks. So they're mostly subway riders. I can't imagine. Even though the deck is stacked against uh, Daniel Penny that they will deliver a bill of goods against them. And even if they do. You're never going to find a jury of 12, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, transgender, non-binary, whatever, who are going to find him guilty. But let me not digress because they're bigger fish to fry for the liars for hire who have circled the uh, clan of uh, of uh, the deceased Jordan Neely. They smell the money. His aunt is the head of his estate. And what she immediately went out and did was hire the heckle and jekyll. Naturally, they're working on uh, consignment, uh, depending on what they're able to get out of uh, Patrick Neely, who they are suing, excuse me, Daniel Penny, who they are suing personally, and the MTA money-taking agency, who they will sue soon, because Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb weighed in by saying, The family, the Neely family, is entitled to justice. And justice for them will come in the form of do-re-mi, dollars, shekels, shimoles. And remember, the heckle and jekyll lawyers, they get one-third. Listen to them talking about their client who has passed to the hereafter, Jordan Neely. Jordan loved Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wrote a song that says, uh, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. And, and I'm asking him to change his ways. And I'm saying that, that that song talks about looking at ourselves, at our city, and looking at that reflection and asking ourselves, do we like what we see? Do we like how we treat one another? Do we like how we judge one another? 
And the bottom line is, this story says we can't answer yes to that. We cannot answer yes. We have to look at the changes that need to be made from the top down. Who are, who are these heckle and jekyll attorneys, these liars for hire, who all day practice their martial art, I sue, and sue people for every nickel, dime, and penny they have. They're going after Marine Daniel Penny. Every nickel, dime, and penny, ironically, that he has. They're also trying to say if there's any money left over from the defense fund that many of you have contributed to, they want that money, too. That's just from Penny. Then they're going to sue the MTA money-taking agency, which will settle with the uh, state of Jordan Neely and their aunt and the uncle, Christopher Neely. Now, what a piece of work he is. Remember, initially, he was the spokesperson, Christopher Neely. He was saying, hey, they should arrest that Marine and those Samaritans rather than charge him with murder. Remember them? Remember Christopher Neely, the uncle at the press conferences? Well, now, all of a sudden, the uncle has been arrested three separate times, busted for stealing wallets, purses, credit cards, backpacks at the Port Authority. That's right, not of the illegal aliens coming in, but of all of you who, because of fear and fright, have begun the flight again and are leaving for Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, Texas, Tennessee, and parts unknown. Keep your hands on your wallet. Keep your hands on your pocketbooks. Keep your hands on your persons because Christopher Neely is what you call a jostler, a pickpocket, and a bag snatcher. The uncle has been arrested three separate times in two weeks because he's there at the Port Authority morning, noon, and night. He stands right next to the Jackie Gleason uh, statue, which is right outside. A replica of Jackie Gleason as the bus driver and the honeymooners. And he just eyeballs his victims. Three separate times arrested. And what is Alvin Bragg, who turns criminal loose uh, in Manhattan, doing? He's turned him loose three separate times. Once again, I'm telling you this is all about the money. This is all about the money. Look at the situation in Regal Park. A guy pulls out a gun. And shoots a person who is ready to attack him after busting out windows, emotionally disturbed. It turns out the assailant is a light-skinned Hispanic. His family said, yeah, for doing what he did, he deserved to be shot. He deserved to die. His own family. Light-skinned Hispanic, huh? Uh, The assailant was a white guy who's been busted for possession of an illegal handgun. Very similar to what Getz went through. But notice... White guy shooting a light-skinned Hispanic. No demonstrations. You don't see. Uh, you don't see uh, Hawk Newsom, Black Lives Matter, which has turned into big, large mansions. No justice. No peace demonstrations because there's not color coordination. It isn't white versus black because that's the ingredients that you need. So naturally, we're going to keep our fingers. Fingers on the pulse here, but again, I must praise the Nassau County Executive who I lampooned for many a week because it was Bruce Blakeman who led a group of supporters of the hero Marine Daniel Penny into the belly of the beast outside of the Manhattan DEA's office where Black Lives Matter was there planning on how many other big, large mansions they could purchase because they were trying to shake down white guilt money 
uh, instead of the 40 acres and a mule that they demand for reparations. Daniel Penny is a Marine. He is a hero. He is somebody that was a good Samaritan and jumped to the cause of making this city a safer place. And what happened? Black Lives Matter stormed the barricades. They tried to attack Bruce Blakeman and Vicky Palladino, our city councilwoman from Whitestone, who was side by side with Bruce. I can't praise them and everybody who came with them into the belly of the beast enough. This is what Daniel Penny is going to need if it ever goes to criminal trial. We're going to have to be out there all the time because Black Lives Matter is going to be trying to shake down the McWhitey Whiteys because that's all they do to go out and get big, large mansions. Meantime, on the other front, you have Eric Adams now basking in the glow of Jews who are saying, oh, he's our kind of African-American mayor. It's not like David Dinkins was, who didn't defend the Jews and abandon them in Crown Heights for three days. I know, because I was there for 30 days and 30 nights with the Guardian Angels protecting the Lubavitch who were under attack. By the way, Eric Adams at that point was a supporter of Louis Farrakhan and Dr. Lana Jeffries, virulent anti-Semites, just so you all know. But, oh, even Rabbi Joe Potashnik can't unglue his lips from the tuchus of Eric Adams after he spoke under the tent for the Jewish Heritage Gathering the other night that Sid Rosenberg was at, all the big mockers in the Jewish community praising Eric Adams because of this. This is such an important uh, celebration as we come in and acknowledge a Jewish heritage time of the year. The other day, I was at CUNY Law School, and the graduates, some of them stood up, and they turned their backs because I was a former police officer. And I left today, I left before the keynote speaker. And I later learned what was her speech. And I want to tell you something. One of the most devastating part of our history is when people remain in the room and allow people to desecrate others. I would tell you, if I was on that stage when those comments were made, I would have stood up and denounce them immediately because we cannot allow it to happen. And now I know why they turned their backs on me, because I would never turn my back on you. Really? Really? You believe that crap? Oh, he's a good judge, a righteous Gentile, right? Jews, bull feathers. How come he hasn't fired Suda Seti, who is the dean of the CCNY Law School? He could do that. You know, Rudy Giuliani worked with Herman Badillo, who is the president of the Board of Trustees of CCNY, to fire Dr. Leonard Jeffries back in 1993 upon his election. And obviously, Dr. Leonard Jeffries went to court, won a series of cases. The city continued to pursue him all the way to the United States Supreme Court. And guess what? He was eventually fired. 
because that's what it takes. Not a speech, Eric Adams. Fire Suda Seti. She is paid by the city of New York. She is the dean of the CCNY Law School, and she tells you what her job is to prepare justice warriors to go out there for equity. Meantime, you claim you were interested in this. How come you didn't have Councilwoman Ina Vernikoff at the gathering of all those big Jewish markers? She blew the whistle on CCNY back in September. She held hearings. You wouldn't even let your CUNY Chancellor Felix Mantos Rodriguez come to city council and explain why there's so much anti-Semitism allowed on the campuses of CCNY. And she's been trying to get a meeting with you. Now, on that night that you had Sid Rosenberg kissing your, your ass on one cheek and Rabbi Joe Potashnik on the other cheek, uh, I was with Ina Vernikoff endorsing her for re-election because Democrats and Republicans are trying to knock her out in the primary June 27th because they don't want it. They don't want her as a whistleblower. Defender of the Jews. Why? Because she's a woman? All the guys in the big tent there, right? Say, hey, you can't let Ina. Well, she has been fighting the good fight against the anti-Semites at City University in New York. And Eric Adams, all he's done is give you a speech. Don't be Schmendricks. Make him fire Suda Seti now, which he can do just like Rudy through Herman Badillo fired. The virulent anti-Semite, Dr. Leonard Jeffries, who is the uncle of, that's right, Hakeem Jeffries, who is a heartbeat away from, from becoming Speaker of the House of Representatives. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. You know, having done the morning show this morning for Sid. Emergency lost his voice because they made fun of his mother, Naomi, yesterday. All of you guys will pay. All of you who are like jackals and hyenas laughing because they prank called her. But I, I joined Sid in solidarity. I've listened now from like six in the morning to uh, to one. All the promo crap. I mean, we're promoting things. How would Cosell what the hell? Howard Cosell's been dead for a century. We're promoting Howard Cosell? Really? Oh, well, what did we run out of things to promote? God, so many promos. And anyway, as we know, Shamu El Jefe, Chris Christie, uh, Orca, the killer whale, is going up and down the coast waiting for his opportunity to declare next week. Brian Kilmeade said, oh, he's going to do well. No, he won't. Brian, no, he won't. He's going to crash and burn. Because his only reason to be there is to try to take out Trump. He'll last New Hampshire, and then that's it. But a more important story than Shamu El Hefe, Chris Christie, was the fact that my wife Nancy was crying last night, as many of you were and are, over the news that there are two more deaths of whales one in Raritan Bay, right off of Staten Island, one out on the east end of Long Island. It's over 27 whales that have died as a result of Murphy continuing to drill into the ocean's bottom to put in the towers, the windmills, to produce green energy. 
And even though all indications are that it's throwing off their divining rod, what God has given the largest mammals on our planet to guide them, Murphy, half in the bag, always drunk, a disgrace, says Governor. Thank God there's term limits in, uh, in New Jersey, insists that the drilling will continue, that putting in those windmills will continue. And uh, this all on my fifth wedding anniversary with uh, Nancy. Best thing that I ever did. She's been going through a tough time. She's had a biopsy. Obviously, you know the scare that comes with that, but she was crying for the whales. Because she is, uh, she's been cut from the cloth of like St. Francis Assisi, patron saint of all animals. And I will tell you straight up, uh, my mother and father raised me on the fact that Curtis do good things and good things will happen to you. I was always waiting for the good thing to happen to me and it came in the form of Nancy. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Happy fifth wedding anniversary, Nancy. Don't worry. We'll get through this trial and tribulation, too.